0: and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is Irreverent, Faith and Current Affairs. Okay, so this is from Lizzie, uh, who we had a while ago, who um, wrote a lovely um, email about her school. Um, Really like this email, it's very nice, encouraging email. Uh, Dear Daniel, Jamie and Tom, Your last two episodes have been really helpful and uplifting. The story about the Salken Quab is beautiful, reminding me of the promise for the Lord God will make righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Pardon me. Isn't it wonderful that where faithful seed has been sown, God brings forth beauty and praise in ways which transcend quantification. Your discussion on We Let People Die Alone was really poignant and elicited deep emotions in me. At the moment, as the madness of COVID restrictions seems to draw to a close, I find myself regularly crying uncontrollably. This has surprised me a lot since I always felt that those of us who saw the evil in the moment would be comforted more quickly than those who didn't. I think that the part in Ezra when the exiles return and the older people who remember the temple as it was wept may have some insight into these feelings. Those of us who never forget forgot what things should be may be quicker to honestly mourn as the devastation is acknowledged. All this is to say that I think that there are some themes for you to explore together in the coming weeks as we think through how people of faith can move forward in hope, even as we mourn what has gone on. I think the temptation will be to ape the world and be angry at certain groups. But there is a better story we can live out, even in the absence of any admissions of guilt or genuine repentance from those who instigated many evils and those who promoted them. There is so much hope we can learn that we can lean into from the whole of Isaiah 61, that we have a God who hears the cry of those who call on him remembers to be faithful and who can redeem broken people and broken communities and make them a display of his splendor keep going your show is such a tonic of good each week and a blessing to many god bless lizzie in all seriousness you know we in the we in the podcast you know tom we've just been talking about the bishops have and we? we just did two or three things on the bishops and um actually you know this is this is not this is not what's going to lead us forward. This is not what's going to rejuvenate us and and, and rejuvenate our communities and bring us out of this situation. Uh, we can't we can't look to the bishops. We have to we have to be a part of that rejuvenation ourselves. You know, we have to look for the work of the Holy Spirit among us. You know, in our congregations, in our in our communities, in our in our relationships, and look for signs of growth and hope. And the thing is, you know, one of the things I've noticed about myself i think is that really what this whole thing has done is like dragged my eyes to this this kind of center you know the state the bishops the the catastrophe that's that's consistently demanding your attention and actually what it does most of the time is it just takes your eyes away from what's important you know what's right in front of you you know your family you're, I mean, I always feel miles better, Tom, I, I don't know about you, but when I go into church and actually talk with parishioners just to chat, just to chat with parishioners and see them, the reality of that, the humanity of that, that is that is where health, you know, spiritual health and psychological health is, you know, in those that everyday reality that God calls us to, the people who are in front of us, the things he's given us to do, tasks he's given us to complete, the people he's given us to love and forgive. And draw close to and pray for you know we that's yeah. where that's where renewal will come from i mean we I think all can get upset about the bishops so, i mean it's quite fun to do so in some ways but ultimately we shouldn't let it preoccupy us too much
1: no do you know what, we need to end with uh with with some isaiah 60 61 i think um, yeah good idea <laughs> so here, here we go here we go just 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 an excerpt um from, so thank you lizzie for for sending that word our way um Isaiah 61, chapter 4, they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards, and you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of the nations, and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. Amen.
0: Amen.